This is the Podvik of Walking in a Wizard Wonderland by Yume Nouveau, read by Ashita. Sirius poured himself a drink. After five hours mixing all sorts of concoctions for others, he deserved it. From the moment he'd begun work at ten in the morning until now, which was just after eleven, Sirius had been helping set up his estate for their last wedding of the year. Tables were draped, floral arrangements placed strategically and hung from chandeliers. Lighting was coordinated and the food prepared. It was always an extravaganza, but especially for this particular wedding. The adorable couple were obsessed with Victorian times, and the wedding was themed accordingly. Sirius had even donned a burgundy brocade vest and a cravat over his shirt sleeves and tied his long black hair back in a stylish ponytail to match. Even more magical was the fact that it was Christmas Eve. Right as their outdoor ceremony had ended, snow had started to fall on the two newlywed husbands and all the guests raced indoors to the comfort of the old stone walls. Antique tapestries and rugs and greenery with juniper berry garland hung from every doorway. The interior was lit with a warm firelight from a giant glowing hearth and scones that hearkened back to a bygone era. All in all, it was a perfect day for the two grooms who tied the knot at the Black Manor Villa. The worst part was always the clean-up, but seeing as it was mere minutes before Christmas, Sirius had sent his staff home early to be with their families and get some rest. The mess would still be there in two days' time. He was just about to take another drink when the double doors burst open and the wedding photographer came running in from the falling snow. It seemed, with all the commotion during the sparkler exit, the frazzled, and incredibly adorable, bloke hadn't had time to gather all his gear from the dance floor. And yes, Sirius had been watching him. Quite a bit, actually. More than he wanted to let on. Sirius waved and bit his lip as the man glanced over and gave him the most adorable red-cheeked smile. You need a hand? Sirius asked, stepping out from behind the bar. The poor man was attempting to take down his flashes mounted high on tripods with what seemed to be very cold, clumsy hands. It would be adorable, except that Sirius did not wish for him to break his expensive gear. That would be a dream, the photographer replied, blowing into his hands in a feeble gesture. Just, um, turn that knob. Then that one, yeah, perfect. Sirius beamed as he handed off the compacted gear. Damn, the other man was handsome, even with his nose red from the cold. Small snowflakes sparkled in his light brown hair, his bangs long and swept to one side, while the back was shorter and cut to just touch the nape of his long neck. You must be knackered, on your feet, all day long, Sirius said as they walked over to the man's camera bags. Ah, you get used to it. Though I love when I get the next day off to relax. Double weddings are a pain. I always treat myself to a massage after those, Sirius laughed. My feet need the reward, or I'll never book one again. You bartend and own this place, right? Mr. Black, was it? The photographer asked as he stood from zipping his bags. Sirius laughed. <laughs> Just Sirius. You make me sound like my dad. Neither of us would like that. Ah, I'm Remus then. Yeah, I've seen you here before. Usually you have an assistant, though, Sirius realized. 
Oh, yeah, my second shooter had the flu. Had to go it alone today. Luckily, the grooms were low-maintenance and the opposite of camera-shy. I wish I were as lucky at all weddings. Gorgeous venue helps, too. Remus said with a smile. You should have seen it before I took it over. What a dump. Sirius laughed. I swear it looked haunted. Probably was. No one ever did find dear Aunt Druella. Remus laughed and Sirius felt a flutter in his chest. He wanted to do it again. Well, it's quite beautiful, Remus said, and the way he looked at Sirius and not the room made him wonder if Remus might not entirely be referring to the venue. So, would you like help carrying all this to your car? Sirius asked after a moment, indicating all the bags. It's starting to come down a bit more. Uh, actually, I'm waiting on a friend to pick me up. I'm sure he'll be here soon, Remus replied, making no move to the door. In that case, want a drink while we waited out? The fireside's pretty cozy, if I do say so myself. I hope you're a better bartender than exorcist, Remus replied, leaning over the bar as Sirius grabbed some glasses. Sirius used his foot to rattle a shelf to his right. What was that, Auntie? Give him the cheap stuff? Remus laughed, throwing his head back. You wouldn't dare. Sirius shrugged and flashed the man his most winning smile. Fine, fine. What's your poison? What were you pouring earlier? Looked festive. Let's see, there's cranberry vodka, mead, spiced cider. Mead sounds lovely, Remus replied, and Sirius poured them both the glass before they strode to the hearth. Sirius was particularly proud of the decor here. Candles in glass jars melted atop the mantel between glowing fairy lights, pine cones, and dried leaves. Even when there wasn't a wedding, sometimes he'd simply sit by the fire and take in the ambiance. But now he had a purpose. An incredibly adorable and possibly stranded purpose atop two very long legs that made Sirius shiver a bit and not from the cold. Time to get to know the man he couldn't take his eye off all day long. Right, time to dish. Give me your best wedding horror story. Oh, how will I choose? Remus sighed, sitting perhaps half a foot closer to Sirius than was polite. Good thing Sirius hated polite. Ever had a couple break up before the wedding? Sadly, Remus said, taking a long sip. I'd done the engagement photos for them and everything. Two days before the wedding, they called it quits. Probably for the best, but damn, it's tragic. Any crazy vendors I should avoid hiring? Oh, Remus said, eyes widening as he leaned forward, hands on his knees. Sirius realized Remus had rolled up his sleeves to reveal smooth, toned forearms. His mouth watered a bit. Okay, so it was one of my first weddings. Gorgeous estate in the hillside. Christian and Indian ceremony, really fun couple. I was sitting to take a quick break when the minister, who married them, comes over for a chat. So I'm cordial, you know, still wet behind the ears and trying to act professional. Well, out of nowhere, he asks me on a date to his estate, no less, which is off in the bloody countryside, five hours away. Who does that? 
Sirius thought he would very much love to do that, but decided his opinion wouldn't currently be welcome. (laughs) So what did you do? Well, I created myself a husband. And then I had to rush and tell the bloke I was shooting for that it would be great kindness if he could bat his eyelashes at me every once in a while. (laughs) He was a good sport. Sirius couldn't stop laughing and his stomach was starting to hurt. (laughs) You didn't. Oh, I very much did. Now it's part of my vetting process for second shooters. Good camera, better lenses, and the willingness to become my temporary spouse for the evening. A large gust of wind picked up and both men startled as the snow slapped against the high window panes. Don't you need to go back home? Remus asked. I hate to keep you. The weather looks like it's only getting worse. Uh Ah, the perks of being the estate owner. I live here. Well, not here, here, but there's a guest house on the other side of the building I've learned to call home. Sounds cozy, Remus noted. I love the decorations. I moved in the past year and wasn't able to bring anything with me. Doesn't quite feel like Christmas without them. Oh, I'm a decor whore, Sirius said, the drink getting to him just a bit, but he didn't care as he scooted a bit closer. Remus's thigh felt so warm and comforting against his own. There's an entire shed of Christmas stuff. Lily, I'm sure you met her. She's the on-site coordinator. She wouldn't let me put it all up, though. She said, five giant dragons wearing Santa hats don't send the right vibe for the place. Well, if that's wrong, I don't want to be right, Remus replied. Damn, if it wasn't snowing up a storm, I'd help you put them up right now. They're even holding gifts. How is that not festive? Sirius yelled at no one. You could always bring them to mine. I'd put them on the roof, Remus yelled back. Damn, that's brilliant. You'd be the scourge of the neighborhood. I'd much rather be the doddering dragon man than a crazy cat lady. Let's make it happen, Sirius said, putting a hand on Remus's thigh before realizing what he'd done. Remus didn't seem to mind and only smiled back, so Sirius kept it there. Tomorrow. Oh, right, it's Christmas. Remus shrugged and leaned a little close to Sirius. It's just another day for me, actually. What about you, family dinner? Lots of plans? Nah, Sirius replied, and Remus looked up a bit startled. There's dinner at Lily and her husband James's place. They always have lots of friends over, but it's tough, you know? Everyone has someone, and going stag sucks. (laughs) Yeah, Remus said, looking down at his hands. I know the feeling. So you're not traveling home for family or, I don't know, some non-imaginary boyfriend? Sirius asked, hopefully. Nope, I'll uh, call my parents, but it's too hard to travel on Christmas Day. It'll just be me, not even a dragon for company. I can load one in your friend's car, if he ever arrives, Sirius said, frowning. Hope he's not stuck, I wonder how deep the snow is. Riding himself, Sirius made for the door and peered out. While on one hand, he never wanted to let Remus go, he also felt bad if his friend was stuck in the snow and stranded Remus here. When he didn't see any cars on the road ahead, he took another step, wrapping his arms around himself as the snow swirled around him. It was deep, deeper than he'd imagined. 
He felt warmth as Remus came up at his side and turned to see the man biting his lip. I don't see your friend yet, and that's odd. There's a car in the lot there still. Wonder if a guest left it or something, he said, quirking an eyebrow and smirking. Remus swallowed visibly. Uh, actually, that's mine. Wait, what? I thought your friend. Well, I... I couldn't figure out a good way to stay and chat you up without pretending to be stranded. Sorry, Remus said, kicking some snow with his shoe. Oh, Sirius said, everything clicking into place. Remus stayed here for him. Fuck. Yeah, Remus said sheepishly, peering out from his snow-covered fringe. Also, it's freezing, so could we... Oh, yeah, of course, Sirius replied, a bit stunned, ushering them both inside. Both men shivered and attempted to dust the melting snow off their shoulders. You've got some in your hair, Remus said, reaching up to softly brush through a strand that had fallen from Sirius's ponytail. His hands were large, Sirius noted, perfect for wrapping around a heavy camera and probably other things. Sirius's mouth went dry. <clears throat> Thanks. Sure. I, um, I've been trying to find an excuse to talk to you for the last three weddings. And with how little you're saying now, I'm wondering if you wish I had just left in my car, Remus nervously said, warily looking Sirius in the eye. His amber gaze was steady, even if Sirius could see the telltale nerves as Remus bit his bottom lip. Oh, no. Sirius had never been at such a loss for words in his entire life. The only thing his lips seemed to want to do was kiss the other man, but he couldn't seem to unfreeze enough to take the first step. Then, Remus took a step forward mere inches from Sirius, one hand still in his hair, the other playing in the cravat around his neck. Would you be wholly adverse to me kissing you? <clears throat> yes, or no, damn it, I, which one means just do it? Sirius asked, and Remus pulled him forward by the cravat and smiled into his lips. The kiss was hard, like Remus had been waiting ages and couldn't resist, the pressure overflowing with so much want that Sirius was backed up against the door. It took him a moment to kiss the other man back, but when he did, tangling his fingers in soft, slightly damp hair, Remus sighed into his mouth and the sound sparked a domino effect of nerves along Sirius's body, where all he wanted in the world was Remus wrapped around him like a gift. I don't think you should go home, Sirius said, breaking for air before diving back in, capturing Remus's warm lips and sliding his hands along Remus's sides. The other man let out a shudder. I'd hate to impose, Remus replied breathily before turning his head to bury it in Sirius's neck. His mouth sucked hard as deft fingers undid the cravat, lying open a path for his lips to move lower in a tantalizing line until the man settled happily on his collarbone like a dog with a treat. <laughs> Liar, Sirius sighed as his hands clenched desperately to the other man. He felt Remus chuckle into his skin before mouthing upward along the juncture of his neck and shoulder. There's a nice spare room next to mine. Sirius gasped as Remus shoved his legs apart with one knee and pressed against him. Uh, where you can fuck me senseless. 
Another deep chuckle escaped Remus's lips as he pulled at Sirius's hair, freeing it to card his long fingers through. He touched it reverently, like he hadn't ever placed his hands on anything so fine. Never had Sirius felt so desired. You're sure this invitation isn't just you being polite? Fuck polite. I don't open my door to just anyone you know, Sirius said, and Remus rucked up his shirt, running shaking hands up and down his sides. I hope not, though I'm not one to judge, Remus replied into Sirius's neck. Well, I hope you don't mind me seeming eager, but uh, it's been a while. Sirius said, taking Remus's face in his hands and bringing him back to eye level. Remus studied him for a moment, reddened lips slightly open and chest heaving, before he seemed to trust what he saw. A soft mouth captured Sirius's in wordless acceptance, slow and sweet and full of promise. Sirius continued to rub his thumb along Remus's sharp jawline and the other man tilted his head into the touch. I don't think you could possibly be as eager as I've been for you all night. The moment I saw you in this vest and cravat, I've wanted nothing more than to strip it off you. So Victorian boys do it for you, huh? Sirius asked, feeling his trousers tighten. It had been far too long since he'd done anything but work, too long since he'd taken anything for himself. Or perhaps he simply hadn't wanted anyone until now. But he would make up for it tenfold if the ravenous hunger Remus was showering upon him was any indication. You do it for me. He grabbed at Sirius's hand, bold and sure, cupped his fingers to the warm heat between Remus's thighs. Sirius gasped. The man was so hard in his hand and from nothing but a handful of kisses and the beginning of skin exposed to wanting lips. He felt Remus shudder, his cock twitching beneath the fabric, no doubt longing for his hand to make its way around the entirety of its rigid length. Biting his bottom lip to quiet a moan, Sirius flexed his fingers, smirking as Remus pressed forward into them, a firm grasp still capturing his own hand, as if the man could no longer help himself to find pleasure one way or another. I've been hard for you all night long, which is not exactly easy when you're trying to work, Remus whispered into Sirius's skin. I wanted you too, Sirius replied, turning his face to the other man. I couldn't help watching you. I just had no idea you were looking back. Well, I was. I couldn't stop thinking about all the places I'd like to make you moan. Remus thoughtfully raised his eyebrows. Where have you always wanted to fuck in this place? With the uttering of those dirty words, there was no quieting Sirius's moan this time. After a moment, he opened his eyes and looked around the banquet hall. There were the usual places, tables, a couch, wooden chairs. Or there was the bar that he'd had a secret fantasy about. Sirius swallowed hard. Tell me. Remus said, pleading and promising, as he trailed kisses lightly upon Sirius's neck, carding his fingers through his hair and tasting his skin. The, the bar. He didn't need to turn his gaze downward to know Remus was giving him a look. I just, maybe it sounds stupid, I don't know, but I've always wanted to be just, uh, sucked off there. 
Remus worked his bottom lip between his top teeth and smiled. Between his fingers, Sirius could feel the rigid swell of the other man's cockhead and the hard length pressing into his palm as if it took well to the idea. Sirius swiped his thumb over the prominent ridge and Remus shuddered against him, freeing his hand and wrapping it in the cravat that hung loose from Sirius's open shirt. With eager longing, he pulled Sirius's lips to his own by way of the fabric, swift and sure, before holding Sirius close as he simply breathed against him. The silence in the cavernous room was filled with only the sharp crack of the fire and the intake of heavy breathing. Sirius had never felt so alive. One large hand made its way up his neck to brush Sirius's cheek reverently. You're so fucking gorgeous. You know that, right? Remus said, his look both of longing and confusion, as if he really had no idea how hot he actually was. It made Sirius want to show him with everything he had, to make his desire something Remus could not refute. Show me, you want me then, Sirius replied, grabbing Remus by the hand and peeling himself from the door, dragging the man toward the empty bar. A chuckle followed as Sirius eagerly led the way and opened the low, swinging door to the space behind the counter. Leaning back against the hardwood, facing away from the room, Sirius pulled Remus flush against him. With a tight grip on Remus's strong forearms, Sirius kissed him with a passion, running his fingers up hard, smooth skin as Remus pressed his leg between Sirius's thighs. The hard insistence of Remus against his hip drove Sirius mad with the want, and he bucked back, desperate for touch, each moment growing heavier with need. With no preamble, Remus dropped to his knees, face disappearing into Sirius's trousers. Hot breath palpable even through the fabric. He mouthed at Sirius' lips and nose pressed to the bulge growing within the confines of cloth, and Sirius surged forward as if movement alone could peel away the layers between them. Damn, the other man knew exactly what he was doing, driving Sirius crazy with desire, every measured touch tantalizing, but not ever enough. When finally Sirius felt he'd been driven mad with it all, he reached down shaking fingers to undo his fly, slipping his trousers and pants down to his thighs. Damn. You really are perfect, aren't you? Remus lamented, shaking his head once before running his palms up the front of Sirius's thighs, under his shirt, thumbs caressing the grooves of his stomach. The fabric was tented and Remus sighed as he lifted it slightly, reverently, kissing along the juncture of thigh and hip. Too close, yet too far. Sirius squirmed slightly under the touch and heard Remus chuckle against his skin. Damn him, the man was doing this on purpose. If you're too busy, Sirius started, but was interrupted as Remus finally rucked up his shirt and slid down his cock like he was breathing it in. The pull of his mouth hot and powerful around his sex caused Sirius to tremble. Hands flung back to grip the wooden bar and hold his body from shoving harder into the other man. If there were fingernail-sized grooves in the paneling next time he looked, Sirius wouldn't be surprised. Remus took him in his mouth like a man starved, sucking and pressing the underside with his tongue, bracing Sirius's thigh with one hand and allowing him to set a rhythmic rocking down his throat. 
With no reason to hide his cries, Sirius let loose, sounds of pleasure echoing off the high rafters and shouts for more and yes and harder dried his throat as he forgot to gasp for air. Effortlessly, Remus grabbed Sirius by the hips and hoisted him onto the bar, spreading his legs and diving right back in. Back arched, hair falling around his shoulders, Sirius canted his hips forward, moving the fabric of his shirt aside to watch Remus devour him. It was like a dream, watching that beautiful mouth sink down on him, wrapped around his thick length, tonguing his weeping slit and then making a noise low in his throat, like he'd never tasted anything as sweet as Sirius's cum. Sirius tightened his knees to wrap around Remus's head, pulling him closer, not wishing to let go of this moment, though his body rang with the need for release. He was so damn close, usually one for stamina, but Remus was playing him like his body was both newly wondrous, and yet every secret could be revealed only by his knowing touch. With his skin so sensitive, any brush of fingers, lap of a tongue, even the flutter of eyelashes against his stomach, sent Sirius into a clenched battle for self-control, willing back orgasm, needing to prolong each moment before Remus was no longer so intimately flush with his body. And then Remus looked up, amber eyes under long lashes, watching, drinking in everything Sirius had to give. A small smile on his stretched lips, like making Sirius come, would be the best gift he could receive. A moment was all Sirius was able to hold back before orgasm took over his entire body, making him buck and writhe and call out into the empty room. Words of affirmation, promises, and curses left his tongue as his heavy cock took its relief in the warm suction. Sirius could feel his cum fill the other man's mouth wet and thick upon Remus's tongue, pressed to his cock as he swallowed what he could before another jolt brought forth more. His body heaved, never having come so hard, the relief crackling like electricity across his skin, increasing as it got closer to the point of origin as Remus sucked at his needy cock. Then it was all too much, too sensitive, too empty, like Remus had taken something from his body along with his spend, something intangible that could only be returned by the way of the other man's mouth. So Sirius pulled him up off his softening member, grabbed Remus by the shirt collar, and sticking his tongue into his mouth. He tasted himself salty, heady, and he tasted the want that Remus still held for him, unsatiated, crackling like wildfire. With a practiced movement, Remus undid his belt and fly, pushing his trousers and pants around his ass and pulling his cock forth. He stepped into Sirius's thighs and Sirius pulled him against himself, flush skin to heaving skin, and Remus began to work himself over. Sirius' mouth watered at the thick cock before him, watching as the flushed tip disappeared into Remus's hand before emerging again, weeping and red, before Remus took his thumb and smeared pre-cum down his impressive length. Body still shaking from his own orgasm and a need for closeness, Sirius reached out a hand, grasping the other man's firm ass, pulling him impossibly flush until Remus could do nothing but rut against Sirius's own stomach, 
his own softening length and his own wet trail of spit and cum as his cock twitched in sympathetic need. And Remus reveled in it. His moans turned to cries, stiff as his prick and as beautiful as his body, that Sirius worshipped with eager hands and eyes. He could feel Remus thickening against him, the rigid press of him trembling as he rocked his hips, so full and in need to spend and release all he'd built up after a day of watching and fantasizing about Sirius. Sirius loved that thought of the other man half-hard, trying to take photos, do his job, yet realizing his hands trembled not from the cold. He wished Remus would have pulled him aside, pushed him into a bathroom or a closet, taken for himself a hard kiss on the lips and a hand on his cock, before they both even knew a thing about each other. But this was even better. Even hotter. Come on me, Sirius commanded, eager to satisfy Remus eager for the warmth and afterglow that was pushing at the edges of his consciousness to take them both into its loving embrace. As if that was all he needed, Remus pulled back, space enough for Sirius to watch, and he took it all in. The sharp lines of Remus's neck as he flung his head back, the bulging veins on strong forearms, the long fingers pulling his heavy cock, and finally, the spurts of cum that fell forth from a flushed tip to coat Sirius's shirt, his stomach, his softening length. Remus moaned and panted into his own fist, wringing out every last drop of pleasure and need, pressing his cock into Sirius's hip until it was almost bruising before he pulled back with a heavy sigh. Then Sirius took him in, wrapping arms around the other man, pulling him to the bar and feeling the brush of fingers in his hair. He soothed Remus until the man could stand on his own, before hopping off the bar and leading him to the couch, facing the fireplace. The air was warmer here, matching the heat of their skin, and Sirius settled down and Remus lay beside him, shirts undone, pants discarded, to wrap long limbs around one another in boneless satiation. I don't want this night to end, Sirius said without thinking, the haze of afterglow loosening his lips. Hmm, but it already has, Remus replied, sitting up slightly and indicating his watch. Merry Christmas, Sirius. Oh, damn, what a hedonistic way to ring in the holiday. The pagans would approve, and so do I, Remus said, settling back in, tucked under one of Sirius's arms. And you're sure you've got nowhere you need to be? Sirius asked, hating how needy he felt, but something about having Remus close just felt completely right. Nowhere but here, and maybe your friend's party, if you want to drop in. Show off that you have a date? Oh, I'd like that. Sirius smirked, surprised the fuck out of them. We could bring a dragon, too. Or five. A man after my own heart, Sirius said, before kissing him soundly, while snow blew against the window panes, making Sirius wonder what Santa had been thinking, bringing someone as naughty as himself, someone as a gift so nice. The end. I want to cuddle up and close it down with you. Wrap myself around you and 
Christmas with you. Oh, we're not going anywhere. No, we better not. The storm is just too bad. Oh, it's terrible. There's no getting out of here. Old man winter seen to that. So here we sit. The candles lit and now that we're snowbound. What's to do but love on you? Cuddle up and cozy down. I wanna cuddle up and cozy down. Soul up against your skin, do anything that we want to. Make it love, hug and touch, and steal some kisses too. I want a cuddle up, cozy down, Christmas with you. Merry Christmas, darling. Merry Christmas.